Jane. I run www.talknerdy.uk with my mate Gaz. I also do this podcast, the Undead Comic Cast, the number world's number one tribute to uh, Comic Crypt. Why is it called the Undead Comic Cast? That's because comics never die. And in my opinion, I just want to keep talking about them and shouting about them and doing things associated with them. And in my bid to do that, I'm going to Thought Bubble Festival. So I'm aware that I might have some new listeners who've never listened before because I have been working a little bit with Thought Bubble this year. I have worked with them in previous years. Uh, they've given me prep, been kind enough to give me press passes to cover the event. Um, which then I, there's videos of previous Thought Bubbles I've been to on the site. If you've never seen them before, go look at them. Um, but in a bit of correspondence with them, I said, I'm really going to build it up this year because this will be like the third or fourth time I've been. And I'm, I look, get more and more involved every year. I really enjoy it. And if you've never heard of Thought Bubble before, it's fantastic, by the way. It's a Comic Con that happens in Leeds, except it doesn't have all your actors who've played DC heroes or anyone who's been an extra at the back of Star Trek, you know, oh, I was a rock that was at the back of a Doctor Who set or some actor you've never fucking heard of because there is a lot of that sh- There's a lot of water. There's a lot of watered down shit in some Comic-Cons, I'm not going to lie. Um, but this one has the creative minds behind what you enjoy it has all the writers and all the artists that you love and all meeting in one place in leeds on the 9th and 10th of november of this year to basically talk to you about comics and their work to sell you some of their work and to sign your comics that you've brought along and have photos um as far as were you know some may charge but as far as i'm last aware like 95 percent are free they just will sign the work we're just happy to be there and talking to you which is fucking great you know rather than paying like 25 five pound for a selfie with rodney from only fools and horses you're getting like i have um sarah pacelli signed some of my comics in fact we'll talk about that i've got fantastic memories out this whole podcast is going to be about thought bubble and how excited i am about it and one of the reasons i am excited uh, is i look back at those videos that i just previously mentioned and they brought back so many fun memories of stuff that's happened, some weird and mad stuff. Like, for example, uh, meeting Gerard Way, <laughs> which was not meant to happen. Uh, we were just me and Eve and uh, Chris, who, uh, for those who are new to the pod, Chris worked on TalkNerdy.uk with me for a couple of years, and then he's just left to do his own thing called Chris's Comics Podcast. You can find that on Spotify. Um, and we were there, and we were doing a little intro, get, you know, filming it. And then just as the camera turned off, and I went to have a look at what Eve had filmed to make sure that, you know, she hadn't just filmed my foot or something. Um, Chris just wanders off, like very with such, you know, with purpose. He, he wanders, but with purpose away from me. Um, and then all of a sudden I came saying, dude, dude. And I was just like, what, what? And turned around. And Gerard Way is just stood there next to him. And he's like, it's Gerard what the hell we're just in the middle of like one of the main tents and there's gerard way so i just went over and said hi and whoever he was with was just like you know his you know entourage were just like move along move along and moved him along and chris but chris had got in there early and got a selfie with him which is insane um but no one recognized him because gerard doesn't look like 
he doesn't look like the guy from the Black Parade anymore. He doesn't walk around looking like, you know, he's, <laughs> um, you know, got all the fucking Black Beatles garb on. He really just wears very normal stuff, quite long brown hair. Um, and I think so many people were expecting to see I'm Not Okay, uh, Gerard Way. Instead, they got uh, I'm Not Away because it was, you just didn't recognise him. But yeah, he walked away and that was like, set the precedent then for the whole of that weekend. <laughs> like, okay, can we beat meeting Gerard Way randomly? Um, previously, at other events, I mean, meeting some of the people I've met because of this, Brian K. Vaughan was amazing. Like, Eve's favourite book is, um, what is Eve's? Um, what is it? Um... I think it's Private Eye. That's it. Private Eye by Brian K. Vaughan. She loves that. Um, but she's got a published version and she met him and got him to sign it. And he was lovely about it. Like, he he wanted to talk to her about it. And she wanted to talk to him. She's just not really one for meeting her, her heroes or anyone. But she absolutely adored that. That was really sweet as well. What else have we done? There was a night where... Well, there was, there's always, by the way, there's always this... Uh, on the Saturday night, they have, like, a, an after party. And... I remember just being really, well, I remember as much as I can, being really, really, really drunk and watching the Scarlet Witch and female Doctor Strange have a dance-off whilst War of the Worlds played. And then that was the night that we got talking to uh, Mr. Lucian, who, uh, Mr. Lucian is there every year, unsung hero of Thought Bubble, as far as I'm concerned. Um, he brings with him uh, a completely different, eccentric, dark cultish art form with him i think that's the best way i can put it um I, when you walk around you see i'm not gonna knock people's work but you see you know sci-fi and superheroes uh and different takes maybe a bit of horror um in, on, in you know the themes of the art going around he's definitely original he's doing something that no one else is bringing to this or any other comic con and it's fucking great. And you should always go, go over and have a look and have a talk with him. He's like the friendliest person that I've certainly spoke to at a Comic-Con. Um, he just was up for the gap. Um, and we just got on like out on fire. I'll put his picture in the, in the picture for this, actually. So there'll be two people in the picture for this. It'll be me and Mr. Lucian. You can find him on uh, Instagram as at Mr. Lucian. Uh, Mr. Spot I m-i-s-t-e-r not mr like m-r um but again i've i've that's someone who i talk to sort of regularly on instagram met through this festival and i will no doubt if you're listening to this mr lucian i'll be coming to talk to you again and absolutely uh chew your ear off in fact if you go and watch our very first video we've got a video of and it's, oh it's so embarrassing it was filmed like it was one of the very first things we ever filmed before the site was even really built it was just a concept and the first half of the video everything's in fucking portrait mode because this dickhead has a samsung s5 and didn't realize he could turn it landscape lucky on the second day chris took over with his iphone um by the way that's not me taking a side i hate iphones but that day the, the better the better phone was used um but yeah, you can watch that video, and at the very end, he's there. To, uh, he was the only one which who I felt like stopping and looking at every single thing on his table. I can't stress that enough, Mr. Lucian, boss person. Um, and on that note, I'm going to segue into 
actually the top 10 people you should meet this year. You should definitely, this because I've been looking through the guest list, obviously there's writers, artists, all sorts, and I've compiled my top 10. Um, so I'll put in no, in no order, there's no real order, there's no favouritism, especially if there's a chance that they're listening. Um, in number one is Brian Mazzarello. So he's a writer, in case you didn't know. He has wrote uh, the Joker graphic novel and has been on Wonder Woman at least since the new 52. Um, which, funnily enough, on one of these previous episodes just gone, I reviewed Wonder Woman Blood, which was uh, his debut on the new 52 Wonder Woman. And I fucking loved it. So you can listen to that non-spoiler review there. Um, the Joker graphic novel, interestingly enough, that's what... Um, Suicide Squad looks like it's loosely based out of like all the good parts are the Brian Azzarello parts, all the terrible cringy moments are uh, one of us executives trying to tick a box. But yeah, some of the concepts from that are definitely taken from Brian Azzarello. And in fact, Brian Azzarello uh, just did uh, the Batman Damned actually. So if you've got a copy of the Batman Penis, which is an issue one of Batman Damned before he got censored. He, there's a Batman penis, number one, Batman Damned. They stopped printing them. They took them off the shelves. There's, I'm not saying they are like shiny Charizards, but you know, they've got a bit of value to them. Um, I'm definitely going to get mine signed by him, just realised. So yeah, Brian Azzarello, go and, go and have a wander. Uh, next, we'll go to... Should we do it? Alternate writer artist writer artists or do I have enough artists to do that with? Um, no, we'll just carry on. <laughs> In case you've never listened before, I kind of have a plan, kind of like, I, like on other episodes, I'll talk about the five best comics I read last month, followed by what I've dropped, followed by the book I've read, the trade of my month, which doesn't have to be a good or bad. It's just the one I've read. And uh, in between that, I just seem to ramble on. And it seems quite popular, so I'm going to keep doing it. Uh, Donny Cates. So Donny Cates is my second recommendation. Uh, he's a writer. He's actually quite a writer quite close to my heart. He has written, amongst other things, uh, Doctor Strange, which he, uh, roughly, the one from about um, the, was this just after Secret Wars? I feel it was Doctor Strange just after Secret Wars. Uh currently writing Silver Surfer Black, Absolute Carnage and Guardians of the Galaxy which are all perfectly tied together nicely. Um, Absolute Carnage, I haven't been reading fully. I read the first one, loved it and then looked at how many were coming out and thought, I don't have a bank loan for this. So I'm getting that in trade. That'll probably be a big episode spectacular I do on that. Um, Silver Surfer Black, I am reading. Uh, I Love it. And I think by the time we meet, the final issue will be out. So I'll definitely take my number one. Dare I take them all? Hmm. And then uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. That's just been one of the best comic runs of this year at the moment, Guardians of the Galaxy. And it's quite a feat to do when you don't include nearly any of the Guardians of the Galaxy and you make group talk. And that doesn't matter. It still works. So bully. Um, uh, yeah. So, Donny Cates, man. Like, oh, Cosmic Ghost Rider. You know what? He wrote Cosmic Ghost Rider as well, which I know it's like me and Chris have decided, you know, when we've been talking, we've discussed 
is it just Deadpool with another mask on? But if it's funny, it's funny, right? So, yeah, Cosmic Ghost Rider, cool as fuck. So, yeah, go meet him. God, I've got a lot of number ones to take to Donny Cates. Uh, Al Ewing is my number, th uh, number three, or number seven. Depends if you want to think I'm going down from ten to one or going up from one to ten. Uh, Al Ewing, yeah. It, most notably, it was hard to actually look up anything on Al Ewing because I know what I'm reading that he's written. But I thought, where's this guy been? What else has he done? And I really struggled, you know. I'm not going to lie. Couldn't really find too much. I'm not the best at research. I try my best. I'm good at, like, someone, like, to Google a question. I'm good at writing it perfect so Google gives you the answer. But I just couldn't find too much on Al Ewing. But he is writing The Immortal Hulk, which is the totally underrated comic of the, of this year only because it didn't win a single fucking Eisner which I've got no idea why it didn't but go figure uh, and he's writing Valkyrie which you know Jane Foster is my favourite Thor end of I just love Lady Thor and this is essentially still Lady Thor new powers uh, a new storyline fucking kick ass totally dig it love it um, so that's another person I'll be taking a few number ones to sign god I'm gonna have to carry a few things, aren't I? Uh, next would be Wild by Name, Wild by Nature, Chris Wild Goose, or Christian Wild Goose. I, I'm actually not really sure. He's an artist. He's worked most notably on Batgirl. And he has a really large... I'm trying to, I can't remember what his exact link is to it, uh, to this mouse pulp comic called Mulp that Eve has read and liked. I, I know he's got a link there. I can't remember what it is, but he does. Um, but yeah, Chris Wildgoose, really friendly guy, right? Like, just go with your Batgirl comics, go talk to him. He'll he'll gush all over you, the fact that you've come up to and talk to him. Crazy guy, set fire to his hotel room with microwave. If you don't believe me, ask him yourself. Wild by name, wild by nature, Chris Wildgoose. Friend of the pod, we really have a lot of time for him. Uh, so that's four, where are we up to? Number five. Um, Dave Gibbons. So Dave Gibbons, artist most notably known for uh, The Watchman, if anything else. If you don't know any of his other work, it'll be The Watchman. He's the one person I won't be taking anything to get signed because I already have my copy of The Watchman signed by Dave Gibbons, funnily enough. So if you haven't, go take yours. I don't think he worked on... didn't work on Doomsday Clock. The art was similar, but I don't think it was Dave Gibbons doing the artwork as well. But... Yeah, he'll be another one that you should definitely go. Every, I'd like to think everyone listening to this has a copy of The Watchman. So if you haven't got it signed by Dave Gibbons, now's your chance. Go. Er, oh, Jerry Dugan. Yeah, where are we? I've lost track already. One, two, three, four, five, six. And six. Jerry Dugan. Uh, he's a writer um, who is most known for doing Deadpool. I know him as well for doing... The, the great uh, Mrs. Deadpool and the Howling Commandos comic that was during Secret Wars. Um, well, he, I, I mean, to rewind on the Deadpool thing, he did kind of make Deadpool. He didn't create Deadpool from scratch, but he made the Deadpool that you, or at least modern society, all knows as Deadpool. He formed that character. He formed that wit, human style with his, you know, Dead Presidents comics and stuff like that. Fantastic work by him. Um... And also, he wrote Dead Rabbit, uh, which is now called Dead Eyes. A lot of dead in it. Deadpool, Mrs. Deadpool, Dead Rabbit, Dead Eyes. Um, if you've been listening to this pod, 
You've known since day dot that I've been pro Dead Rabbit, waiting for this comic to come out. It got pulled because of legal reasons, and it's now had to be renamed Dead Eyes. And issue three of Dead Eyes finally comes out, so I finally know what happened after issue two. But issues one and two were pulled, and again, like the Batman penis, a little bit rare. Don't exactly, not exactly gold, I would say, but rare. So if I can get him to sign both for them, meh, I'd be happy at that. Uh, next, in who is that again? Is he sixth? He was sixth, wasn't he? So seven. In seventh place, uh, was, I'll give him joint seven and eighth. It's Jamie McKelvey and Kieran Gillen, artist and writer, respectively. They work a lot on stuff together, most notably Phonogram and The Wicked and the Divine. Um, Kieran Gillen does branch off and do stuff without Jamie McKelvey, so he's done uh, Die and Darth Vader. Uh, wasn't a fan of Die. I know that's a really big comic at the moment, so if you listen to this and you're like, oh, uh, I'm reading that, yeah, well, he's going to be there. So get him to sign your comic. Uh, it's always interesting, actually, finding out what comics all these people do. Because I've met Kieran Gillen before. I got him to sign... Um, that was a good... That was a funny one. Chris gave me um, his Young Avengers comic to get signed because he was going to go and watch Gerard Way talk. Um, so I went, all right, and queued. So I put it with my comics. And of all the comics for them to pick up on, you know, I'm getting a Wicked and the Divine book signed. I think I was getting Eve a Phonogram book signed. And he looks at the Young Avengers one and goes, oh, sweet. Which one of yours is your favourite? You know, which one of your characters is your favourite Young Avenger? Well, fuck me. There's a whole queue of people looking at them waiting for my answer. I was like, none. I don't read it. <laughs> and his face dropped and was like, what? And I think at this point, uh, Jamie McKelvey had noticed, so it's Kieran Gillen just speaking to me. I was like, yeah, man, um, this is for a friend. The other two are mine, but I didn't. I don't know anything to do with this. Um, and then I'd looked to, and I, you know, as I just know as you write these, not, um, and looked at the list of stuff he's written that he had behind him. It was like, Darth Vader, you're on Darth Vader. And I was like, yeah. It's like, holy shit, I'm reading that. And I didn't even know that was you, which is, again, it's a myth, it's mad. And then, lo and behold, Jamie McKelvey sees him, like, finishes speaking to who he's speaking to, turns to me and goes, oh, hi, kid. And then looks and looks at the fucking, the comic, and goes, oh, sweet, who's your favourite Young Avenger? <laughs> and the Gillen's like, nah, it's not like that. <laughs> Don't ask him. And they were some sweet guys. They were, t they were too cool for school. Um, and there's a story I'll wait till the end of this to tell, because it links with my tips page. Um, but yeah, meet them. So that what were they? Were they seven and eight? Seven and eight. So in ninth place, um, I have Matt Ferguson. Now, Matt Ferguson, a lot of people might not know uh, who I'm talking about. You can be looking through your comic collection now, looking at your books on your bookshelf, going, Matt Ferguson, Matt Ferguson, where do I know that name? You probably don't actually know his name, but I'm going to recommend you meet him because he has done poster work for some of your favourite movies, I imagine. He's done the posters for Captain Marvel, Spider-Verse, Endgame, uh, Ragnarok. You know the one that we all got given in Endgame, The Odeon? If you went to see it at The Odeon, you got like this little A5, A7 poster um, of just like them silhouetted uh, near the uh, Avengers base. He designed that. That was him. So if you've got that, maybe take it and get it signed by him. Uh, he's also done like... He, I think he shot to fame a bit because when I go on his website by... 
um, he did like tribute posters to like films that have already been out. And I think they went viral because I was looking through his like repertoire and I recognised some of them like showing up on my Instagrams and on my Facebook timeline that is like people going like, look at this. And I was going, I recognise that like Guardians of the Galaxy poster but done like an Empire Strikes Back poster. I recognise some of these. So he's done quite a bit of work. I have a feeling that I might end up spending some money at his table because the prints, my God, the prints are amazing at this festival. Take take measurements of frames that you own have nothing in and uh, of whatever space you have left on your walls because you will fill them with the sheer amount of stuff you're going to buy at these uh, at these two days. I mean, me and Eve have to literally sit down and talk each other, like one by one, out of paying for a Guardians of the Galaxy tie-dye space poster which was, and in no exaggeration at all, the size of our living room wall. Like, <coughs> it was the height and half the width. Um, sorry, I needed to have a drink. Oh. Uh, no, it, it, it really took the both of us to talk the other one into the... We should definitely not buy this. No, not a chance. One day, no. Um, take a what in fact let's get into the tips now oh no hold on I only said nine and my tenth person is Mr. Lucian go see Mr. Lucian do it do it now um, so yeah tips I thought I'd give you my top thought bubble tips as well for visiting uh, again no order haven't planned this I haven't uh, I haven't got a list like I did with the names there I'm just going to say off the top of my head and after watching the videos of the previous years and from my experiences, I would say if you're going to do both days, really plan ahead. Like, see who's there, which days and try and divide your comics accordingly because you're not going to see everyone in one day. You're going to be walking around a lot. Um, it's kind of cold. Because you're walking between tents and it's November and it's Leeds. So you're going to wrap up. But then when you get in a tent with like loads of people in, you're going to get fucking hot. So think how you're going to dress. And then also what you're going to like, you're going to maybe want to take off your hat and coat and put them in your bag. But your bag is full of comics that you've got. You want Kieran Gillen to sign, you know. So really just kind of methodically think everything out. If you leave some comics on one day behind, do it. Another good reason to do this is because, like I just said, you're going to pick up a lot of stuff. You're going to, like, see a lot of art and books maybe for sale for cheaper than what you'd normally see. Or artwork that you never get another chance to buy again. Um, so, remember to take a, a an empty bag at least with you. In, and this comes to my third point, actually going back on the comics thing and reminds me of the story I was going to say. Um fucking don't be that dick who takes every comic like every issue of the comic out like i know al ewing is going to be there i know we're up to issue 25 of the immortal hulk do not take all 25 issues don't be that guy i i mean if you're lucky they'll do it but think, think about it. Think what you're asking, you cheeky cunt. It's just, it's just so fucking cheeky to go. Excuse me, can you just sign 
my comic? Yeah. And then you just push a trolley in front of him with all these other comics in. I watch Kieran Gillen happily. I think someone brought every Wicked and Divine comic. And he went, right. And he saw the queue behind this guy. I went, right. We're going to sign. Pick five you want us to sign right now. We'll sign them and then go to the back of the queue. And then when there's no one left, we will sign them all. The guy nodded. He just said, do the top five then because I'm definitely staying. And they did that. But then they could go at their own pace. But that's not everyone might not be as nice as that. I'm not going to say the experiences I've had. The bad experience I've had, I don't, want Thor, I don't think Thor Bubble would want me to promote that, but I've definitely seen um, the wrath of an artist who has been possibly prodded and pushed all day and not in the mood for someone who's either A, underprepared, like showing up, going, can you sign this comic? It's, oh, it's here somewhere, give me a minute. Or showing up with a massive fuck-off pile of comics, okay? So, yeah, don't do that. What's another top tip? Um, another top tip of mine would be don't be a dick and just start looking and perving at cosplays because that's got no place at any convention to be honest some cosplays involve having to show a little skin because that's the costume that the character wears and that's the cos uh, the, char the character the person wants to portray which is fine but just because they're showing that skin does not give you the right to try and look down the top or anything. There's nothing worse than if you have a family member that you know has felt have been made to feel uncomfortable or friend. So think about that. You're making someone's family member or friend feel very uncomfortable. So just don't do it. Respect each other's privacy. I mean, by in fact, by all means, if you like the costume, by the way, go and tell the cosplayer. They normally love it. I think I've only known two instances where I went over, and the first person I think was, I think they were just a bit inward and shy and didn't know how to react. And the second one was just a dick. He seemed to think like he was like Jessica Negri and didn't need the validation, and also that I was like in his personal space. But most of them, if you say, oh, can I take a photo of you? They will happily have the photo taken for your, you know, pose with you or for your website. So, yeah. Um, um, go, that's it as well. Pace yourself on the, uh, on the Saturday night after party, wherever they hold it, because there's, <laughs> you've still got Sunday to do, all right? So, it's all right, well and good, dancing to Carly Rae Jepsen till two in the morning, drinking beers and dancing with Doctor Strange and the Scarlet Witch. But at the end of the day, you've still got a full day ahead of you the next day. So your head's not going to be in the best place. All right. That's speaking of a bit of experience there. Just call that a little bit of experience. I think that's about it. I'm, I'm just really excited about it. I can't wait. I think four people have said they're going to share this about themselves. So if you're a new listener, thank you for listening. Um, there's other stuff you can listen to as well. Like I said, this podcast normally just talks about comics and actually quite that thing i talked about with the guy and the altercation i think i have talked about stuff like that in much more detail on other episodes so if you want to hear me talk more about my experiences as well in the nerdy world keep listening to this podcast we have another one called the talk nerdy to me podcast is where me and gaz who is also part of the site uh, just more or less talk about movies we've watched 
tra- we review trailers as we watch them because Gaz never watches trailers until I show them to him. And then we normally pick a cool-ass subject, which this month has been uh, the Viewer Skew universe. And we've just talked about every Kevin Smith film in the Viewer Skew universe, which was a lot of fun, to be honest. Uh, we also review films. You can see our Joker review is up right now. There's also... Oh, what am I even saying? If you're a comic fan and you're listening to this, by the way, go check out our Comic Picks of the Week because that's a fantastic part of the site where you can see every issue that is coming out on New Comic Book Day, including my personal recommendation. So, yeah, get on that. Also, listen to our sponsors, which are Chris's Comics Podcast. And in case you didn't tell from the little uh, tribute to Comic Crypt quote at the uh, beginning... Go and listen to the Nerd Cult Underground podcast. They are two lads from Nashville, Tennessee, which is, from what I've been told, somewhere in Texas. Um, And they're two amazing guys who talk about everything nerdy, but from an American's point of view. And I think they are, you know, probably the two most entertaining people talking about nerd stuff on that side of the pond. Um, Right. Yeah, that more or less does it. So thank you again for listening. Enjoy the festival. I will do another one of these after the festival to talk about everything I bought, everything that I saw, and everyone I spoke to. I might even try and grab some interviews, who knows. But yeah, thank you for listening. Go to www.talknerdy.uk and uh, thank you for listening to the Undead Comic Cast. And why is it called the Undead Comic Cast? I hear you cry. Because comics never die. Bye.